throw my money away, man. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. And if you're tired of lighting your money on fire at DFS Fantasy Baseball, like me, you could listen to Friday Night Lights on a Monday with my friends Willie Walls and the great Swami Odell Blocker. Gentlemen, how was your weekend? I worked, so I didn't have a weekend, but uh, I I live my life vicariously through you two. I hope y'all had blessed weekends. Did you have a blessed weekend, Swami? Up until Chris Paul decided to retire, I was doing okay. Can, can I tell you, I, I got something to ask you here. And I know you guys are basketball guys. I love Monty Williams. I love him. I think he's a class act. I think he's a humble guy. There's, he's my, my favorite coach in the NBA by far. How come his team was a bunch of jerks the whole, se- the whole series? Arrogant, cocky, jerks. Meanwhile, Monty Williams is just like a class act. Did you did you notice that? Yeah, same thing? I, yeah you talking about when um, when they mocked uh, Luca? Yeah, yeah. But and you see what happened. They you don't mock Luca, dude. Yeah, Luca is a monster. Whew, he's a monster. Yeah. He's gonna give the Warriors some uh, some trouble. <laughs> Larry Bird has a son. Yes, he does. <laughs> and his name is Luca <laughs> Oh, he's a, he's a man. Listen, ain't nobody talking. Nobody talks fast to Luca. They said, "Shut your mouth up," because Luca said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, "I will put you in a blender." Here's the crazy thing: is Luca is no Steph. As good a shooter as Luca is, Steph is better. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa! Excuse me. Yeah, no, don't 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 be disrespectful to Luca. No, no, I love and Luca's a better ball handler, and Luca's arguably yeah, a better passer. Listen, I love Steph, but when it comes to overall point guard, who do I want, Luca or Steph? Come on, come on over here, Luca. Luca. Let me ask you this: If you could have Giannis or Luca, one guy to start your team, who are you starting with? Probably Luca. No, it's a big fella. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the big fella. Yeah, I'll go with big fella. He's dominant. Do you know what they both have in common? What? Not American. Yeah. Crazy, right? But Luca, Luca, see, Luca's got that. I mean, Giannis. Don't get me wrong. Giannis is a is a monster too. But Luca got that. It's that little it factor, man. That he he just brings this little extra, and his and his upside. He's still. But he said the one guy you start your team with, and with Giannis, do you bring a night in the night out? He attacking. I just I just feel like you know he in the paint, he getting the boards, and I I know what Luca is doing is special, but I just feel like you can stop. Um, that um, probably, you know, four times out of ten, where I think with Giannis, you'd be lucky to stop that one time out of ten. I don't know, sir. I, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with Luca, man. I mean, I that's like seen- that's like saying, "What do you want, lobster or steak?" Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get to some football here. Let's do an early AFC East fantasy preview. Very early. Sometimes these are great. You're doing a dynasty draft like I'm doing now. You're doing a startup league. You're doing best ball. Let's get to the AFC East. Let's get to the Buffalo Bills. This is a deep team, guys. Very deep. Josh Allen is there. They have Devin Singletary. They bring in James Cook from Georgia, Dalvin Cook's little brother. They've got four or five receivers there. 
Stefan Diggs, Gabriel Davis, who a lot of people, including the guru, John Hansen, love this year. Jamison Crowder comes over from the Jets. Let's not forget Shakir, their rookie. Let's not forget Isaiah McKenzie. Oh, yeah, Dawson Knox and O.J. Howard, who the Tampa Bay Buccaneers never wanted to play is there, too. Willie, is this an embarrassment of riches? Who do you like here on the Bills? Man, I mean, well, let me say this. Elam was big to go a lot long time, but Dre's White, listen, the guy was so good that they didn't throw on him the last two years. You know, the only thing he he's got to watch out for is, you know, just a couple of penalties. You know, he gets a little handsy, you know, you know, that's it. But this guy, uh opposite White is gonna be super for him. You know, then then you talk then you talk about they got James Cook, you know, uh, you know, a scat back, you know, that could that could be, you know, that makes Mr. Singletary, who finished off the season strong, kind of null and void because you don't know what's going to happen with that situation. Wait, wait, did you say null and void on Singletary? Not null and void. We don't know they can eat each other. You understand what I'm saying? Neither one of them will be. It's just like when we talked about Tyreek Hill. You know, you know, you know, you know. When you when you have an embarrassment, you, you know, sometimes they can eat up each other's numbers, so they're not going to be. He won't be that guy that he was at the end of the season. You okay. what I'm saying? And in the season, he was getting 90% of the of the carries. He was getting it all. Now, you know, this Cook guy could play. And I think, you know, you know, I think they're going to split it up a little bit more. You know, now you got a, a three-man backfield, you know. So, you know, so, I, you know, uh, you know, so I, I, to me, to me, I like this. I like, and Cook has some stuff, but I mean, listen, Singletary, it's still going to be the lead back, but he's not going to be my lead back in the league that I have, you know, where, you know, when you got this other guy. But see, the guy I want to touch on, of course, first of all, Josh Allen was a monster. Number one quarterback, five weeks. Then he finished in the top four the other four weeks. What what makes him so good is he was the first quarterback since Drew Brees in 2011, finished number one in fantasy points, back-to-back seasons, you know. And he gives you an additional 6.6 points a game in Russia. You know what I mean? So Josh Allen is a monster. And I know everybody's going to talk about Diggs. But let me tell you something about this other dude that we have, Mr. G- Gabriel Davis. Okay? Now, you, you get him at a discount. But the thing that people do not realize, that with Gabriel Davis, okay, the thing about Davis is since that 2020 draft, I just want to ask you a question. Who are, are the only two guys from that 2020 draft got more touchdowns than Gabriel Davis? Can y'all answer that question for me? Can you answer it? I don't, I'm waiting for you. Just answer it already. Okay. Mr. Mr. Taylor, 33, <laughs> you know, for Indianapolis. Then next we're coming to the running back for the Commanders at 21. Really? Yeah. And then Gabriel Davis has 18, okay, 18 touchdowns. Now, what people don't realize, when that, when that rascal plays two-thirds of the snaps, let me give you some help. You know I got some stuff for you right now, sir. Hey, you know, let me let me give you some stuff for Mr. Gabriel Davis here that I don't know off the top of my head. Hold on for a minute. Oh, oh here we go. Here we go. Two-thirds of the snaps, 50. A16 and 11 TDs over 87 targets, averaging 14.2 points a game when he gets a shot, he gets an opportunity. You saw what happened in that last game against Kansas City. You know, he went off. 
And I'm not going to say it's like that, but what I'm telling you is that I think that he is the hot button guy, you know, for, for Buffalo. But I agree. Go ahead. So, uh, I just had a call coming in. I just want to let you know, Michael Jackson looking for you. So nobody cared about no dog Gabriel Davis right now. Are you kidding me? Uh, talk about you crazy? You crazy, Swami? Doc, we got to talk about this draft. We got to talk about something. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm, we're, not, we're past the draft. We're on, a pre, we're on team previews. We are talking okay. about James Cook. You could talk about James Cook, but Gabriel Let's Davis, I Mr. kid Cook. you not, he is a top 30 receiver this year. And in DFS, you will be using him liberally. I, I think they like um, Khalil Shakur. I think they like Jamison Crowder. I think they brought in, again, Duke Johnson, O.J. Howard. They've bolstered a lot of spots. They brought in James Cook. I don't think he's been in there to compete or eat or whatever Wallace was talking about. James Cook is the real deal. Remember, Georgia running backs are coming into the league, and they've been tanning it up. They're just not coming in just, oh, competing. No, they're coming in. And they're starting, and they're doing really well. And he's another one of these Georgia running backs yeah, we're gonna see coming to the league and make some noise. He will not. He will not be the starting running back for Buffalo. Just so you know, he might not start the season. But I got. I say he's, he's a very going, promising got, running back. I say he's going to eat into the production for Singletary. I said that in the beginning. Okay. I said that. I'm, I'm just saying. I just feel like Mr. Cook. Right now, and it's not getting his due from YouTube. That's all. I think Mr. Cook is a very good play in DraftKings. I can see me playing him as my second running back on certain weeks if Josh Allen throws to his receivers. Last year, Willie, he didn't throw to that backfield that much, did he? No. So he throws to the receivers. That's why I say, and when you talk about Gabriel Davis, are you kidding me? That's going to be the breakout guy right there. He's got immense. His guy's digs. His guy's digs. Excuse me? His guy's Diggs. Period. I, Mr. Diggs. I, I got that, but he's not Mr. Diggs to me. Okay, but do you guys remember we covered this on our shows? Diggs against man-to-man -man coverage, cover one, beast. Diggs in zone, good, but not as good. Not as good. Gabriel Davis is in every – he's in every spot. He's good against both coverages. He's big. He can play slot. He can play outside. I'm just saying this. When you're drafting in fantasy – Gabriel Davis might be a wide receiver three easily this year. Agree. I, I just think that. I think Diggs is going to get the coverage, and that will that will open it up for Gabriel Davis. That's all I'm telling you. He's a player. I just think they made a they made a lot of moves. They brought in a lot of free agents. They used their picks in the draft very well. I just think that that they when when I talk about giving out grades, they get the grade for filling the biggest holes that you had. They didn't have a lot of holes to begin with, but they went out and got pieces. They went out and got, um, I, I, I want to say, Elam, and I think probably Cook are going to be two of the best no, players. But you the don't forget about this. They signed Tim Settles and they gunned Jones to the defensive line. Oh, and what about Von Miller? Hey, and they got Mr. Von. The future's so bright. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's – no I, did, I didn't mention, you know – you know, you know, so then we mentioned Von Miller coming there. And with Elam opposite yeah. Trey, I mean, come on, man. They man, listen, they're stacked. And they what I like about them is they address their situation and what 
you know, they should have been in the Super Bowl. That but I just couldn't stand by and let Gabriel Davis get a segment. I know you. No, I know y'all got a bromance no, going no, on. See, I know y'all got a bromance. Listen, listen. All the moves they made. Are you kidding me? Listen, listen, listen. We're gonna get to that, but we're telling you is that to me, Gabriel Davis is a guy that I'm going to be targeting in fantasy drafts. To what round? He, he has. Oh, I, I mean, know when you're serious. Tell me what round. I know when you're serious. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, well, we. Know. All right, I'm going to answer your question. Depends on how I draft Swami. I could take him as early as round five, no later than six. Wow, hey, that's that's pretty high. Walls, is that the same for you? Yeah. Ten team PPR. I'm, I'm talking about sixes. Right. Is this ten team PPRs or twelve team? What, what are we doing? Who with plays ten team PPR? Who do who does that? Are we in middle school? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing, sir. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> All right, then. All right, let's take a look at another team that helped themselves a lot this offseason. The Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins bring in the freak, Tyreek. You're gonna love South Beach. The cheetah's gonna be wearing some cheetah pants out there on South Beach. But let me look at this, guys Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, new running game there. They, they have a bit deep, deep team. Cedric Wilson comes in from Dallas. They brought in a lot of guys on defense. This is a team with a new coach. A lot of good things happening in Miami there, Swami. What do you think? First, remember, the defense was playing pretty well. Last couple of seasons, the defense has been keeping Miami um, in the game and been making a lot of fantasy noise. Remember, we had some big weeks going with that Miami defense um, over the last couple of seasons. And so, again, they bring in the running back. They bring in Tendo from uh, Georgia. Again, you get just a piece. Sometimes it's just one more piece to keep going what they already got going. You really like that. And they brought in so many weapons for um, you know this offense to kind of if, – if, again, if the, if the Miami Dolphins offense isn't one of those, you know, breakout top five, seven offenses this year, I don't I don't know what to tell you. Like this is this has to be um a real promising season for the Dolphins. I like what they did. They didn't have a lot that they did through the draft, but they really made their picks count. I even like that wide receiver that they got. Um Eric, I have trouble with his last name out of Texas. Oh, as a colony or something like that. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I, I I just like what I saw from him. He just seemed like he was um a, a, another solid pick. Somebody else who can come in, maybe contribute on special teams. You know how sometimes there's guys like that who make the biggest impact right away on special teams. I just like what I see from the Dolphins, and I just think they're going to have a really good year. Willie, let me ask you a question here. I think a lot of people poo-poo Tua because they go, he doesn't have the arm strength. But the Dolphins are going to be a run-first team because that San Francisco coach, they love running, right? McDaniel loves to run. But you have Waddle, you've got Tyreek Hill, you've got Cedric Wilson. Maybe Tua doesn't have to throw the ball 50 yards down the field. Maybe he only has to throw it 10 yards and let those guys run. Do you think Tua can handle this offense? Well, first of all, let's we gotta address the offensive line. And they did two things that, that that people are not talking about. They added, you know, their left side of the offensive line, they they added Connor Williams and Terrence Armstead, you know, to secure that left side for Tua. Okay. They did that, you know, so that's gonna be a big fa a factor. Then you got you, you're looking like you said, Chase Edmonds. When he got an opportunity to start. For the Connors, for James Connor last year, he scored 26 fantasy points 
and 13 fantasy points, you know. So he's got immense upside because I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen to Mr. Moser. His gonna he's gonna pull a string, a hamstring, or something's gonna happen to that rascal. I'm gonna tell you that right now. He will not be one of my things. I know that rascal stays hurt. Okay, so let me just tell you that about, about, about Mr. Moser. But now then then the thing about, and I agree with the swami with this Eric Azum guy is a very interesting guy that, that add to that wide receiver core, but Shannon Tittle, the guy from Georgia, okay, he's no Jacoba Dean, but he is going to be a great fit. He's going to be blitzing a lot. And that might be a guy that gets like about 12 or 13 sacks his first year. And people say, where did he come from? This guy has immense speed, and he's a great fit for what, what Miami does. So I think, you know, listen, the bottom line is this. Tour is the X factor. Okay, he's going to be the key, just like Zach Wilson. He is going to be the key to make things. If Tua progresses, because he's a smart guy, if he progresses to where he's supposed to be, they will be they they will trouble for people anyway. But Miami did something very smart, Willie. I don't know if you saw. I'm sure you guys did. They brought in Teddy Bridgewater, and I know we don't love Teddy Bridgewater, but as backups go, if something happens to Tua, you've got a guy who's won games in the league. Right, he's got the same arm strength as Tua. It's not like it's the uh, Tua. I know you're not a big fan. I'm just saying they have protected their investment because they are trying to win this year. And by signing Teddy B, it's like the Giants signing Tyrod. You're giving yourself a chance to compete if your starting quarterback sucks. No, it's not Teddy B. It's Teddy A. No, Teddy A's I will not let you do that. <laughs> Listen, Teddy, hundred percent wrong. He's had quite a few stops, and along the way, he's won some games, and he's looked good. He didn't necessarily um, lose games, right, which is always a good thing. And then he actually won a few games. Excuse me. I I remember him having this rascal in fantasy. In the last game, the Teddy Water, that rascal pulled a hamstring was limping around and played like a quarter and a half. I remember Teddy. But Listen. you're missing the you're missing the point. The point is they've got a guy in case Tua sucks. They got a guy who can win a game I, in the NFL. I understand, and with his weapons, he have an offensive line. He could be serviceable. But, but I don't like what they did to him last year, which meant when they felt like they needed to throw the ball, they pulled him out and brought in Fitz Magic. I mean, if you're gonna have the guy, that's the time for him to. to, to Whoa! To, to, what? Whoa! What are you talking about? He was in Denver. He played for Denver. Not Teddy B. I'm talking about what they did to Tua. Tua? Oh, I was like, game. They would bring him out of the games. That's a couple of years ago. That's a couple of years yeah, ago. But I didn't like that because he needed those reps. He needed the chance. He needed the time to be in the offense to actually try to, um, you know, get the passing game going to complete on third and longs. He needed those reps, and now we we're still in this wait and see. What can he do when he's facing those situations before? Can he do something? So now you bring in Teddy B, and I think he might be under that same type of pressure again. He needs to come and know the offense is his and need to go out there and be able to run what I think is something like a West Coast offense and be very accurate and move the chains and keep them ahead for first and second. Well, I, I want you guys to remember something, okay? Brian Flores, I do believe, is a good leader. I believe he knows defense, and I believe he inspires teams. But I don't think that team played great offense at all. No. I think McDaniel comes in. He comes from the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree. Kyle Shanahan is one of the best play callers I've ever seen. And I think McDaniel is going to bring in nuances to this offense. And they, that's what Tua needs. 
He needs play action. He needs quick throws. You can't let him just drop back and, and, and throw. That's just not the right offense for this guy. You're giving him no chance to succeed. None. Well, listen, we can't assume what a coach is going to be. We've done that before. All the Bill Belichick. I Visionary, baby. Visionary. I'm just saying, it, 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 listen, I'm just saying, those kind of coaches could, can make it asinary, you know, when the way those guys come out. Because sometimes it's not what you see. I mean, he's got to prove himself. But I agree. Play action pass, if anything about Kyle Shanahan, because the difference is you come from the tree, but it's only a couple of coaches that just like it's not too many Andy Reid's. Kyle Shanahan's you play they they are natural play callers. Right. You know, I can't say that for everybody else. Just keep your eyeballs on McDaniel. I think you're gonna be surprised. All right, yeah. let's talk about the New England Patriots. Mac and Cheese or Mac the Knife or anyone if you want to call Mac Jones. You guys are all like poo-poo, but let me say this to you about Mac Jones. They barely let him throw the ball last year. <laughs> barely let him throw it. They gave him no wide receivers. Three sentences on them. They bring in Devontae Parker. They draft Tyquan Thornton. The dude runs like a 4-2. You still have Hunter Henry. You still have Damian Harris. You still have Ramondre Stevenson. Can the Patriots be an ugly team that wins 10 games? No. Okay. First of all, you brought it, you, you, Devontae Parker. He might play six games. If that's a Devontae that I know, you know, he he, he he plays every three games, I think, you know, if his hamstring is all right. Now, let's talk about this Mr. Thornton guy. I, I did some research on this rascal. This 4-2-8 speed. So was ne- – I don't do you remember Nehemiah? Did yeah, Ronaldo Nehemiah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He sucked. He was, was a hurdler. I know, but he sucks. This guy at least played football in college at Baylor, dude. No, dude, I got to do. But let me let me tell you a little bit about him, what I don't like. Out of his 143, out of his 143 career catches he made, guess how many tackles he broke? 11. 11. 11 tackles. Because he ran past all those other guys. He, the rest of the time. he averaged 3.9 yards after the catch. 3.9 yards after the catch. I got two words for Mr. Thornton Speed Merchant. Do, do is Mr. Thornton. Don't even try to sneak that by me. I had that bastard written down. I looked at the Patriots. Yes, Damian Harris, 220 touches, 1,000 yards and 15 touchdowns. Yes, Stevenson. Yes, he's a good player. But let me tell you, Doc, they are boring. They, listen, they got nothing to make part. One of the best things that they did was they got a great punt returner, a great returner, the number one returner out of the league. What's his name? I'll give you something. I, I, you want me to give you something? Oh, oh yeah, that uh, Marcus Jones. Okay? But other than that, I think New England sucked. <laughs> I give them Ds and D minuses for the free agents they received as well as their draft. They All they did was reach. Let me reach over this one, the first round. Strange was a strange guy, okay? Yeah, let, let, let's talk about their little damn reaches that they had. Hold, hold on, let me, let me get here. Oh, Mr. Strange, biggest reach in the first round. They said, you know what? We're going to do better than that. We're going to go to the second round and get this Tyquan Thornton guy who don't break no dang old tackles, just got 4 to a speed. That's it. Nothing else. Then we're just going to reach all over the draft. Bill Asacek. Okay, and now I'm hearing that the owner 
is putting him kind of in check a little bit too. You know, he's starting to look at it. He's starting to say, hmm, we've been stinking a little bit lately, you know, Mr. Bill. Anyway, right, I have so nothing to say. About talk some sense. Talk Willie off the ledge here. Willie's lost his damn mind. Even my friend thinks he is off the rails. It is no way that you just said, ask a child. Are you kidding me? First the last of all, two. The last two if years, they he's go up and take, he's been asked to check. check. If they take first, of, they have they have had great drafts, and they have had these no. picks that hear me what out. Drafts have they had lately? And and they've had no. these picks. You, you talk about late, and they've had these picks that no. you don't necessarily see coming. Kyle Duggar, Kyle Duggar is great. Are you? They they have consistently brought in guys. The whole league got the pass on this one guy six times. Don't tell me that they don't know what they're doing over there in New England. Man, okay. So they what go up and grab this guy. What have so, you done for me lately? I told you these two ooh, things before. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you are like school on Saturday, Doc. He's got no class. Let me tell you. You are like school or holiday weekends. You got no class. Let me tell you, Doc. This if they went up in the first round to take somebody who most people don't know from from Chattanooga, then it's likely they might feel like that's their guy. I keep telling you, don't have to be your guy. It's a guy that's going to work well for their team, their scheme, their offense, the way that they want to do business. And guess what? They might not have an explosive offense right now, and they might not have, you know, the kind of teams that they had when they had um, Mr. Brady. But but guess what? They had a couple of um, games last year. Can I ask you a question? They were competing there. At can, the can, end. Can, can I, I don't think Mr. Thornton is bad. Can, as you, can you answer a question for me? What's please. your question, sir? Please. What's your How question? many? Okay, because this is a fantasy show, right? Fantasy show? Do you agree? This is a fantasy show. I'm gonna How? get him to answer your question. Hey, listen. Excuse me. How many Patriots, sir, are gonna be on your team? What, what was that? Um. How many Patriots? He, I didn't speak Spanish. He, he said, uh, "No, no." I was listening to my friend. He he said, he said, um, "Is that season long or DFS?" My friend, he, he asked, "Was that season long or DFS?" Both. Which oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm be honest. You hold it down. I'm be honest. Bro. I can't. You're talking. Very chatty. I can't speak for him, but it's not. It's unlikely we'll have. <laughs> Wait, wait, you're not playing Damian Harris on FanDuel. You're not going to play Damian Harris and his 15 touchdowns on FanDuel, Willie Walls. No, no first I was addressing season long. It's, it's unlikely because, um, you know, I don't think I'll go up to take those. I think they'll go a little bit higher than where I would want to draft in this season long. But, but for DFS, I, I definitely think they got some DFS plays and depending on the weeks when they line up and they got that matchup that you're looking for. Remember, they still got to play this division. They've had a lot of success there, even though these teams have gotten better. And, yeah, uh, but, the but Patriots we're not talking about the team. I don't think this this division, they're, not, no, they're, they're, they're no longer slouches, okay? Well, don't jump the gun yet. No, no, talking I'm, about listen, about you. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't talk about that. We didn't, we didn't talk about the Jets yet. But I'm gonna tell you something. I listen. If if when I look at the the, the division the way it moved this year, Miami got better. You know, um, you know the Buffalo Bills are the cream of the crop. 
period. And this Jets team, when we talk about them, whew. But they had a lot of draft picks, Doc. I think they drafted guys that they wanted. I'm talking about the Patriots still. And I think we're going to see them make some strides. I think they could probably get maybe eight or nine wins. I just think it'll be tough for them to get over 10. You guys may not know this name. Hopefully you do. The Patriots let J.C. Jackson go to the Chargers and free agency. He's a great cornerback. Great cornerback. And that's the problem. The Patriots have always had a guy like that in the back end. And without that, you know, Terrence Mitchell, Jalen Mills, I think they've got issues there. And when you play in a division that has Stephon Diggs and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and Gabriel Davis, forget the Jet guys. We'll just concentrate on those guys. I don't know how the Patriots stop them. That's the problem. And I think the Patriots are a solid team, Swami. I think they are a nine-win team. But to be a 10-win or more, you've got to have a back end. You've got to have a back end, and I don't think they do. Don't? Yeah, agreed. All right, let's take a look at the final team in the division, the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They had another sensational draft two years in a row. I, I spoke to Rich Samini on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio, covers the Jets for ESPN. The Jets got, as we know, Garrett Wilson. They got Sauce Gardner. Uh, Johnson was another guy that was first rounder. And then he told me they tried to trade up to get Brees Hall in the first round and it ended up getting him in the second round. So really four first round picks, we could argue here. This is an embarrassment of riches, but the Jets always find a way to screw this up. Swami, is this the year where they don't F this up? I think think that they're going to have to prove it to us all. I, I, I don't think we can just go and say, hey, these guys have, have had a great draft. I mean, they've competed, to be honest with you, last couple of years. I didn't like when they got rid of the safety a couple of years ago. But other than that, I, I really like these picks. I think they got um, some guys that we're, that's going to really make a difference. This sauce, he can, he has an energy, right? This guy has a – Walls, don't, don't beat me up. He has a, a Dion-type swag. That I think oh, he could. I'm not saying nothing about Mr. Hot Sauce. He's got Deion Bling. Yeah, yeah, he's got a swag, and sometimes that element that's missing that takes teams over the top is kind of like what you saw with Diggs in, in 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 Dallas. It's not just that playmaking ability, but it's also that how they get the teams and the fans going when they make plays, right? And that they making them at the at, at times when it's like on third down or they making a big turnover in the game. Diggs almost did that, I think, week one against um, Brady. That would have been huge. But but anyway, I digress. I think that when you bring in that type of swag sometimes, that that can be the difference. And I like some of the swag that they brought in. Obviously, um, the picks speak for themselves, right? Like you said, not just four first round. They like like, like picks that I think most teams had on their board. Like these, This is no question what they got in the draft. It's just – are we going to see the Jets um, become more consistent? Are we going to see the, the Jets um, really start to develop that quarterback that they have and him make some plays and really start to become a leader in that offense? Or are we going to see the Jets that seem like they can't stay healthy, seem like they're you know not consistent week to week as far as um, being able to have success? And, and I think they just got to prove it to us. Preseason might tell us something, and I just can't wait until we start to see some film. 
Willie, what do you think of Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, all these the rookies that they bring in coming in with Elijah Moore? This team, I mean, look, Corey Davis may not even make the field this year. I mean, this guy could be the fourth receiver. I mean, they got a lot going on. Listen, what, what you don't understand is this solid, this coach is the real deal that they got. And if you couldn't see it the last few games of the season, they were trouble. They were trouble for people. They up had a couple of upsets, and they, they were competitive in their games. And they, then you're going to bring in the, this type of talent. Number one, hot sauce. They call them hot. They ain't call them hot sauce for no reason. This guy, sauce. he did not allow a touchdown in college football. Not one. That's why his name. So, people, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to me, that's why they call him hot sauce because he's he's hot. He's got swagger. I agree with you. Then, then you know, you know, you say, well, you know what? That's not that that's not good enough. Let's get Grant Wilson as our second pick. Then, then this guy does it in in space and out of space. I would say, I mean, this guy is the real. This guy could this guy could ball too. They said, but you know what? That ain't enough. Let's go to the third pick. Let's get Mr. Jermaine Johnson. You know, let's just get Mr. Jermaine Johnson. Somebody on the edge. You know? Oh no, no, no. That's not enough too. Let's just just tape it off with some with Mr. Mr. Hall. You know, the guy who we were trying to trade up to get. This guy who they got that running back, he's gonna compete with Michael Carr. But let me tell you something. This dude got the little it factor. I think what is gonna happen is just like with the the, the Denver running back. You know, I think by the end of the year, you're going to know who's who. And Michael Carter gets hurt. Let Michael Carter sit out. It could be a Tom Brady situation. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. And you're not going to see the field again. The only you know? problem, though, Willie, is Michael Carter looked really good last year. And my point is that LaFleur, only, Michael Carter only got like 16 carries a game. He barely got 20 touches. So now with Brees Hall there, if they have 30 rushing attempts, is it going to be 22 and 8 or is it going to be 16 and 14? No, I'm not drafting. 16 and 14. I'm not happy. Yeah, but 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 what I'm saying is if see Michael Carter also gets hurt. If he gets hurt and this guy gets a chance to get it all, you, you might not see the field again. You know, he's the kind of he's the kind of talent. If you give him that 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 opening, he might bust the door wide open. That's the only thing I'm saying. Okay. And the thing that people are not addressing is they signed um Guard Lakin Thomason, and they also addressed the secondary, and they got uh cornerback DJ Reed. Jay Reed and safety Jordan Whitehead, you know. So from, they from yeah, they've really, you know, what I'm saying is I like what they did, and then don't forget what you had with Elijah Moore. The last seven games of the season, this dude averaged 17.7 fantasy points a game. I think a light kind of went on Zach Wilson's head, and now when you're giving him this. And he's got more talent. I just think that this team, you might get him early. You better get him in the first eight games of the season. I think in the last eight games of the season, they're going to be trouble for people. This is not going to be a team that you want to face on your schedule. I don't have it in front of me, guys, but I'm just asking you simple questions, okay? Buffalo Bills, over and under, over or under 11 and a half wins. Swami, over or under? Over. Willie? Over. <laughs> I think, if I'm not mistaken, Miami was nine and a half. Over or under, Swami? Whew. Even <laughs> uh, Willie nine <laughs> New England Patriots eight and a half over or under Swami uh, even Willie eight. <laughs> eight Jets five and a half over or under Swami over 
Really? I'm giving them six or seven. Yeah, I'm giving them six. Uh, I, I think seven wins is 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 in their future. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I think the Bills could be an over, but you know, eleven and a half is a big number. Yeah, but I, I, let me say this though. <laughs> so it, you know, barring a, a, a catastrophic injury, yeah. ooh, listen, the, the, it, it, and, and just the, the way that Josh Allen has improved year by year, you know, he's just taking over. I mean, you, I remember him from three years ago, and he was just running wild in that Houston game when you start seeing that. You say, oh, this Josh Allen got a little talent. But that's when he was right. just running the ball. Now he's throwing the ball. I mean, listen, man, what, what he – what he did in that Chiefs game in Kansas City, they oh, deserved yeah. it. I really wanted yeah. them in the Super Bowl. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I mean, other than the Chiefs, I don't even think anybody else could do that, compete with them on that Sunday. I don't think right. there was another team in the league. Offensively, it was just. I mean, I was happy for the Bengals, but I mean, really, the Bills just to lose that game like that was very hard. Hard. A lot of hard. All right, guys, next week, want to go NFC North or South? What do we want to do? What do you want, Swami? Let's go South. We're going NFC South. NFC South. NFC South. Dirty Down Birds, Buccaneers, <laughs> the Saints, the Panthers. Woo! Some smelly teams. Some good teams there. Looking forward to it. All right, guys. For me, Willie, and Swami, we say be well and – Take care. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care. Yeah, that